This is a summary of the second Sicha, Parshas Vayechi, Lekotei Sichais, Chelek Yud. The Pasuk says that Yaakov on his deathbed, he calls his sons, We'll tell you what's going to happen to you at the end of days. But then, the Pasuk continues, He gathered together, gather around, and hear what I have to say. It seems repetitious. Um, there are other books in the Torah, the prophets, who are much more poetic, but the Torah, we don't find that really. Maybe in a song, it's actually an argument, could you say it's poetic in a song even. But in the Torah, there's no such concept of uh, just saying words. So what's going on here? He says twice, gather around and I'll tell you. And then he, then then as if he didn't say anything. He kavtsu v'shimu. So there's two tracks really in this talk. There's there's the Pshuti Shomikra track, Rashi, and then more according to Pneumius, nothing to do really with Rashi per se. So let's first take the Rashi track, which is very simple, which is that Rashi learns from the repetition here that it must be that there are two different events that occurred and he needed to gather them again a second time. Something happened the first time. Now, what did he speak about? So, what, well, it says what he spoke about. It says he spoke about the end of days. Now, we find other places in Chumash that the end of days doesn't necessarily have to mean literally the end of times, like the times of Mashiach. We find, for example, it refers to the kind David HaMelech, you know, because it's so many hundreds of years from now, 800 years, more um, from when Yaakov's speaking. So it's, you know, the end of many days. The problem is that in the context of the, all the brachis that Yaakov goes on to give, he talks about Mashiach a lot. He actually talks about Mashiach himself. So he can't refer and discuss Mashiach in this in this very context, in this very parsha. And then when he means the end of days, he means something thousands of years before Mashiach comes. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't work well. So therefore, it would seem clear that it's about Mashiach. Now, what was it? I mean, he, gave a, he gives a lot of details about Mashiach in the brachis. It sounds like it, it, whatever he wanted to speak about, he didn't end up speaking about, or we were not told about it. And then he speaks about a whole different topic, the brachis, and then part of the brachis is Mashiach coming. So what about Mashiach, but it's not like a detail of Mashiach that, 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 that we're discussing in the parsha. And therefore, Rashi quotes our sages that indeed he tried revealing to them the Kate Sayyam in the end of days. And uh, but the Shechina left him, and he realized that he's not supposed to do it. So he started seeking about other things, and uh, and then uh, at another gathering, he gathered them together to discuss uh, the brachis that he gave them. Okay, let's discuss that what we just discussed according to the premius. Let's move away from Rashi. How do we know that he told them about Achris? That he told them about the kates, about the the end day of Mashiach, when when Mashiach is coming. According to the Primius, it's actually from the wording. Because he says the word, I'm going to tell you. And the Zayir HaKadosh explains that there's three levels of speech. There's uh, there's Dibur, there's Amira, and there's Haggadah. And the Zayir HaKadosh says, the Holy Zayar, that Dibur is, is the mouth, Amira is in the heart, and Haggadah is like the Primius, the real core of who a person is. And uh, so, therefore, and therefore, and and if you're revealing the true core of revelation of godliness, agadita, agada, the agada must mean the deepest level. So that tells you, and, and the greatest secret we know, the ultimate secret, as described in Ezra in in, uh, in Daniel, 
is the Kates is the Kates of Mashiach. And therefore, if there's something very profound that he wanted to reveal, that's how, we, according to the Ptimius, according to the Zayar, we realize that it must be going on the level about the Kates, where it says, Hashem doesn't even reveal it to his heart. Right? Um, the uh, and, and, and it definitely can't go from the heart to the mouth. So this is the secret that it's referring to. Okay, now... Continuing with the Primius, it says the Shekhinah left him, right? What do you mean the Shekhinah left him? What does that mean? Meaning the Shekhinah, how could the Shekhinah have left him? He was in the middle of, he, and he goes on to tell them the rest of the Brachi. So the Shekhinah really left him. What does it mean? So the explanation is very fascinating. The Rebbe says that if no, people are reading it wrong, very, if you read it, maybe there are Pshatim who say like this, but in a simple text, it says, Bikesh legalis he, he, he wished to reveal it to his children. What does that tell you? That Yaakov already knew it. He knew it the whole time. He wanted to share it with his children. And that's why he told them to prepare themselves. Hey, Asfu, gather together. right? When you unite together, you have Achtos and you prepare yourselves. Hey, Asfu. And now I'm going to reveal the great secret to, 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 to you. The Shechina left him. What's the Shechina? So the Shekhinah comes to the word Shekhinah is that, it, that, you, that you, it's drawn down, it's settled down, it's brought down to a lower level. The, the Shekhinah, the ability to, to, to bring down this special revelation to his children was taken away from him. And therefore he couldn't bring it down to them. That's what it means, the Shekhinah left him. Now, it should be the Shekhinah left the children maybe. What do you mean the Shekhinah left him? The answer is because... Hashem gives greatness to great people in, in a tremendous portion, a tremendous way in order to affect the lower people. So if he can't share it with his children, then the Shekhinah itself, he loses the Shekhinah now. He, revealed, he loses this, this power of godliness to, to, to draw down. Um, and, uh, and that's what it means. Nistalka mimenu Shekhinah. And the... Uh, but um, what was the purpose of it all, according to the Pneumius? Why did this take place? If he can't reveal it anyways, what's the purpose? The purpose is everything in the Teda is eternal, and the Teda wouldn't record it, record it if there was no purpose. And the Rebbe actually says something amazing. Very A person can miss it just by reading the Sikha. But the Rebbe says that, that besides the fact that it's written in Teda, there's a rule that anything a Tzaddik asks for has an effect. You can't not come to fruition. So if Yaakov wanted to do it, it for sure happened. So what do you mean it happened? So the answer is that it didn't that that we just didn't get a bit premius. We couldn't get it in an internal, internalized way. But in a way of Makif, we still have it. It was given to us the ability to tap into it um, if we work on it, at least in a in a more external way, or not external is the wrong word, more encompassing way. Um and what it means to be free uh, in our lives right now is free from the Yitzhahara, free from Goyishkeit, from etc. Et and uh, the lesson to us is that even in a time of nistalka mimenu shechina, that there's histalkus, and there's histalkus of the shechina, we still have the power to reveal the kates. That's the lesson. The galis is a case that, that in a time of nistalka shechina, we could be megala the Kates, and especially referring to the actual redemption, the actual Mashiach, that we know specifically from the Gemara that it's supposed to come in a time when there's a Histalkos HaShchina, so to speak. Because the Gemara tells us that it's supposed to come in a time of Hesach when it's like totally removed. The reality of Mashiach is completely 
uh, removed. And then, but, it, but the Rebbe says something very important, that it's not the Pshat that we're supposed to embrace that reality and ignore Mashiach. On the contrary, we're supposed to approach Mashiach in a way of Hesach Hadas. In other words, in a, with Emunah, with faith, which is higher than reasoning. In other words, it can't be internalized. So then we relate to it on a higher level than reason and rational thought, right? But specifically such a time as when Mashiach is supposed to come, is when we're supposed to reveal and are able to reveal um, the case. And that's what all of this represents to us um, here and now.